What's going on, everybody? Happy Monday to you all. I hope you're having a great day. Big week for us. And it starts with Ask Nick. Ask Nick. Don't ask wanna, Nick. Don't want to say ass, dear friend <laughs> Justin Long, who pointed out that's uh, dangerous. Anyways, we got some great callers today and uh, some even better advice. And we can't thank the people enough for uh, for calling in and being so vulnerable. Uh, it's always uh, it's it warms my heart to see. Sometimes they call in, they'll get nervous, and then they're so glad that they called in. I only say that because we want you to write in to our show, come on this podcast, tell us your tragic problem, and give us an opportunity to fix it. And uh, yeah, so uh, it's great. Uh, also, this week ahead, big week. Obviously, we have the Bachelor finale. Uh, we will be recapping the finale and after the final rose. We'll be discussing AFR, obviously, with the new host of AFR, Emmanuel Acho, and that's sure to be uh, insightful, dramatic. I don't know what it's going to be, but I, I'm sure we'll have a lot to discuss. And Zuri Hall will be with us to break it all down. And then we have uh, Bree will be with us to talk about her experience on the show, the finale, how she feels about the finale, how she feels about the new news in Bachelor Nation. And boy, there is news, let me tell you. Uh, but you'll find, it sounds like you'll find out tonight officially. Bree will be great. Uh, she'll be with us. And, and that will all be out uh, this week. Quite honestly, they'll probably all be out at on Tuesday sometime because, you know, we want to get that up and get it out there as soon as possible for you to digest it. So there will be both a recap and an interview with Bree to talk about her time. Don't miss either. They're sure to be great. So if there's nothing else, uh, let's get to our callers. Uh, don't forget, we have some merch out there, some breakup books. Uh, if you have a friend who just can't seem to get over Mr. Wrong or Mr. Toxic, um, get them a breakup book. Have them make a list of all the shitty things they did and all the things they stopped them from enjoying in that relationship they can't seem to get over. Anywho. Is that it? Great. Question time with Nick. Let's ask Nick your sexy questions. How's it going? Hi, my name is Katie and I'm 22. Hi, Katie. How can I help? Okay. So me and my husband have been married for two and a half years. And we started dating whenever I was 15 and he was 16. So recently, we have been kind of exploring our sex life a little bit more. I used to have like this issue. It's called balvadinia. Like you have too many nerves in your vagina, just to be blatantly honest. What is it called? Slow down. Okay. I mean, like this might be something that could be relatable for our audience. I don't know what it is, but what? Yeah, I wanted to bring it up because whenever I was going through it, I felt so alone because no one talks about their vaginas. And because it's a pain you can't see, no one wants to mention it. Um, so anyways, whenever I was 16, I What's got diagnosed called? and What's it called again? it's called vulvodynia okay. or some people call it vulvar vestibulitis. Um, so it just, in layman's terms, you just have too many nerves in your vagina. And so the way that you get diagnosed technically is they poke you in your vulva with a cotton ball and it feels like a toothpick. If that just tells you like okay. how it feels. Wow. That sounds so, awesome. Sorry. Yeah. And so anyway, so me and him had to kind of go through that together and, so he was really considerate, but because of that, you know, I also really understood that he probably wanted to watch porn and, you know, jack off and, you know, because I couldn't really do it for him, even though we were young, you know, people have different views on that, whatever. But 
anyway, so then uh, recently, 15 months ago, I had a baby and they were like, it can either fix it or make it worse. Well, for me, I just got like totally better. So now recently we've been like really exploring our sex life and trying to go that route. Well, in a discussion recently about porn, I asked him, which I don't think I would do again, but anyways, I asked him what his ideal woman would be. And I wasn't expecting his response to be literally the polar opposite of myself. <laughs> what What made you ask that question? What I mean, such so a loaded. That's a risk. I mean, are you a risk taker? I mean, because like I you really can, am. Like, what's your like? What is your go to porn? Like, what's your fantasy? No, you were like, yes. what's your describe to me? Your I mean, you like you asked the question and he was apparently honest. Uh, oh, he was very honest. Okay. And that's what I'm saying. I don't recommend this to anyone because it was one of those things that if I could go back, I probably wouldn't because I'm not insecure. I'm not jealous. But now I'm like really like self-analyzing our sex life. Like, why are you looking away? Do you not want to see me? Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so he pretty much said that his ideal type is blonde, five foot, big boobs, big butt, and thin. Sorry, my child is yelling. Okay. Um, anyways, and I am so five wait, wait, nine. Wait, hold on, hold on. Wait, five, like, let's five foot, big boobs, big butt, and blonde hair. That's yes, and thin. And thin. Th that person and doesn't thin, exist. Yes. Like I don't. I know. <laughs> five and, foot. But, <laughs> that's why I told him. Like, do you know how tall five foot is? Like you're six two. I mean, like, I guess <laughs> boobs is relative. I mean, like. But anyway, yeah, that's a very specific, and I think you should feel good about. I, I, I'm trying to make you feel better because this is literally a fantasy. You know what I'm saying? This right. is not like he described your neighbor. You know, and <laughs> I know. and again, like for all the five feet people out there, I'm not trying to. But like, and again, you like it's all relative too. But like when you say big boobs and you're thinking porn, you're like you might be thinking a certain cup size and right, like. Right. You know, thin, but big boobs and a big butt, but also like, it's just a lot, of, a lot of different, yeah. like, we, are you into curvy girls or are you into thin girls? I don't even know. Like, he's like, I don't know either, but this is what I like, you know? So. Right. He's like, this is what I watch on porn and this is what gets me off. So this is what I'm going to describe. How do you even but tell like, height in a porn? Like, I don't, like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. Well, his excuse was, which is really TMI, but he's like, when I'm hitting it from the back, it's too hard because you're too tall. How tall is so, he? He's six two, but I'm five nine. So there's not like a huge height difference. I mean, I'm so, I'm six two, and I'm dating someone who's five nine. Yeah. See, I just think he needs to work on it. No real, no real problems. <laughs> I don't. You asked a you asked a silly question. You got a silly answer. Yeah, it was one of those things that I'm like, I just don't. But I wanted the guy's perspective because I'm like, I am literally the polar opposite. Like for my ideal person, like he hits like nine out of 10 points, like as far as physical attraction. For me, I like was literally zero for zero. Hey, look, <laughs> and you're, so, you're a very attractive person. You guys got, you're the only, you, 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 you two are all the other person knows. You're human. I mean, you're going right. to, your brain's going to be curious and he no doubt loves you and like you're like I, I i would if i got married to someone who i had been dating for 15 and they asked me who's my ideal woman i would have described someone who is exactly the opposite too probably because it had been like anything but you kind of a sense and like if you're right. you know and I, I 
and I'm sure he loves you, but like that it will be, I'm assuming it will be something you guys will continue to like deal with a little bit, right? This idea that right. we're, we're living in a world now that, you know, gets married later in life, right? Where most of right. your friends and people you're going to work with, interact with, are going to talk about multiple partners they've had or the different relationships they had. And you guys are going to be like, well, he's all I've ever known, you know? And like, that right. would be great. And something you guys will also, it will also bring you together. But we'll, there will also be moments that you will feel like, well, do I should have had more of a, you know, variety in my life? Oh, he's definitely, yeah. He's definitely told me that, like, and we both agree that if we could have got together later in life, you know, and still being married now, but, like, experienced our high school years apart to just explore things, I think that he definitely regrets, like, being tied down so young just because he didn't get to, like, explore any other sexual options. And especially because we weren't able to really have sex. I mean, I feel like he kind of just got the shit into the deal the yeah. whole way through. Let me ask you a question. And when when he when you asked the question, he gave the answer. Obviously, it, and understandably so. Like I can see why that was annoying and bothersome. But did it make you jealous? Um, I don't think it actually made me jealous. I knew that he's been into blondes like our whole relationship, just uh. from me being like, oh that lady's pretty hot and him being like, Oh yeah, she's good looking. Or if she was brunette normally like, yeah, she's okay. And so I, I figured that out a long time ago, but you don't strike anyways, me as I a jealous person. That's why I ask. And that's a good thing. Yeah, I'm right? definitely not. But you're also like human. Yeah. Right. So I think <laughs> right. that's a good position to be in as, as I think the fact that like, I think you guys just need to be aware of this potential yeah. problem or just, you know, like every relationship has things that like, Hey, we're like given our personalities, this is something we're going to always deal with, like whatever that thing is. Right. right. And like this situation that you guys are in, like it's something that you're going to from time to time have to address. And I think that's OK as well. And it's good that you're not generally a jealous person because like you can't help him being curious and watching porn. But like as long as you guys are constantly talking, communicating and 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 not making the other piece, person feel judged because they just, you know, he probably felt good telling you. You know, I like, know. And see, and I, I don't even want to bring it up like, oh, like, I don't want to keep asking, like, well, why? Why is that not me? You know, I don't want to bring it up because I also like like the open dialogue and I don't want to make him feel bad for telling me the truth. And so I thought I was kind of like, I just like was like, well, that's literally nothing like me, you know, and just joked it off because it's like, what am I going to, you know, he likes what he likes. I can't change it. And but his, I was just curious. In, in his mind, answering that question was the equivalent of him being someone who like only eats pepperoni pizza and he likes it and he's just never had the opportunity to anything else. And he was like, you know what? I just want to fucking mix it up and throw like some fucking, you know, pineapple on there, you know, like it's nutty. Right. I know, but like, God, I just want to fucking try it like that. Right. That's, that's literally what, how his brain was answering that question. Cause it was just, I don't know, something fucking different. Like, so you guys yeah. are in a very unique I position. That's it. Yeah. So, and I, so I was just curious, a guy's perspective on that, because I don't know, as a woman, I just feel like I'm like, you know, I feel like in general, women are always like categorized as being jealous and insecure and things like that. And I really don't feel that way about myself. And so I'm like, why is this bothering me <laughs> to the extent that it is? And I just didn't, from a guy's perspective, like, I didn't know if it was better to like ask him, you know, if that's something that he wants to do. Like if he is going to actually forever be happy being with someone who is not his type, totally. If that makes sense. Yeah. I, again, you're human. So I get why it's in your head. Right. Um, right. 
And I don't, I, I don't have the answer. Like, I don't know what his type is. I just know that you guys are in a unique position because you're all each other knows, right? And right. Most people, especially nowadays, uh, decide to date around and maybe have a few sexual partners and they get to figure out what, like you can think what your type is until you try it and you're like, yeah, not, not into it. You know, he just doesn't right. know. It's all like the only thing he knows is you. Right. And then, you right. know, like, and then you ask specific questions, like your fo specific follow-up questions, like well, five foot. And he's like, he, he's, he's trying to give you like a physics lessons and like having sex from behind as if like, huh? As if you <laughs> haven't been able to do this. It makes no sense. But you, you asked him this question. He didn't know what to answer. He's like, I don't know. Like I can't hit him from the back. I don't know. Like, he didn't yeah, know what exactly to say, what you know? So, like, he just tried to answer the question. He's like, I don't fucking know. I'm sorry I'm so honest. I'm, I'm stupid. Like, um, Right, that was exactly it. He was, like, immediately, he just threw that out there, and I'm like, I don't really feel like that's what you really think, but we'll go with that. Yeah, I mean, he's 6'2". Like, it's totally fine. Um, even if he was 5'9", it's fine. I don't think it works that way. Um, right. So, yeah. Um, I think it's good that you guys seem to be What's good is that you guys communicate. You do ask these questions. And even when the person, you know, slips up or maybe is too honest, no one's freaking out. And, and right. you just have to keep talking. And, and you guys are going to have to discover kind of this new sexual, chemi you know, new sex world or whatever. I'm, that's a bad phrase. But like, uh, you're just going <laughs> to have to keep talking about your sex life and explore new things together and be open-minded and, and non-judgmental. And I think that will serve you guys really well. Already well, I appreciate it. That helps me because I was really just like, "Am I being crazy? I'm trying not to be crazy, you know." No, so, you know, you, you're definitely allowed to feel annoyed by his answer and 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 <laughs> and getting your head about it because it's normal. But I wouldn't, you know, stress about it too much. Um, <laughs> you know, more than just like you're human and it's going to happen. But yeah. Okay. All right. Already, well, I appreciate it. <laughs> All right, best of luck. Take care. How's your comfort looking these days? Mm. A lot like how you feel. Maybe a little lumpy. Have lumpy. I ever? Have you ever felt lumpy? I don't think I've ever. Well, I am a girl of a certain size, so I would say maybe a little sometimes. But lumpy has nothing to do with your size. But I. But it makes sometimes I felt lumpy. Lumpy, lumpy is more kind of a, like a rolling hills, so to speak. Well, perhaps I felt lumpy before in the past. Either way, if, you know, Brooklyn's got you covered. I know that much. They're not lumpy. It's a great segue. Oh, I got it. They're not lumpy. They're so, not lumpy. Problem solved. You guys have heard me t rave about Brooklyn, and truly, though, it, all jokes aside, it's the greatest sheets, comforters, duvet covers, towels, hand towels, beach towels. You could ever find. It's, it's really the uh, loungewear that, that does it for me. You love their loungewear so much. Like, like seriously, it's a problem. Because it's different than everything else I've seen. It, no one makes sweatshirts like them. I don't know. <laughs> Including us. Including uh, us. <laughs> so, you know, I'm just being honest. I mean, like, listen, it's, it's just the, there's a comfort level there uh, that Brooklyn yeah. offers. Uh, Brooklyn and creates beautiful, high-quality Bedding and home essentials. They uh, work directly with manufacturers to give you a fair price. No middleman, no markups. Over 75,000 five-star reviews and counting. So uh, don't just take my word for it. Take 75,000 other. That's a lot. You know, it's a football stadium of people who uh, also agree with me. Treat yourself to the ultimate comfort 
with Brooklyn's Comforter Collection. Go to brooklinen.com and use promo code VIALL to get $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's B-R-O-O-K-L-I-N-E-N.com and enter promo code VIALL for $25 off with a minimum purchase of $100. That's brooklinen.com, promo code VIALL. Rothy's shoes are incredible. Every time I see someone wearing them, I'm like, frick, I'm jealous they don't make them for men. Because <laughs> they have zero break-in period in all my shoes. Like, even these uh, shoes How I'm wearing now. How do you break-in your shoes? Uh, you have to go through that uh, couple days of, that sucks. My feet are sore. But no. not with Rothy's. No, no, no. It's no surprise that Rothy's best-selling shoe, the point in black has over 3,000 near perfect reviews. Find your new favorites with the latest Rothy styles like comfy shoes, brand new handbags, and washable masks. You can call yourself a thoughtful person because you're, you know, you're reusing plastic, which is the, the yes, way to go. About. Very comfortable, practical shoes are also good for the environment. It's a win, win, win. So give yourself a pat on the back and comfort on your feet with Rothy's. That's right. Check out all the amazing shoes, bags, and masks available right now at rothys.com slash v-i-a-l-l that's rothys.com r-o-t-h-y-s dot com slash v-i-a-l-l style and sustainability meet to create your new favorites head to rothys.com slash v-i-a-l-l today frick yeah all right how's it going hi i'm drew thank you for having me i'm 28 hi drew how can i help so I have a very interesting topic for you. Um, my husband gave me the ultimatum to either stop smoking weed or he's going to leave. So I kind of would like Seems your aggressive. help navigating that. Yeah, right. Um, so I'll give you a little backstory. We have three kids. We've been together seven years. And weed is completely legal in our state, um, recreational, everything. So once that became legal, um, we had discussions about, you know, trying it again since we haven't, since we were, you know, teenagers, once I stopped breastfeeding. So that time came and I told them, Hey, I'm going to try it and see how like I react to it to help with like my anxiety and my depression. Cause I was already taking antidepressants at that time. So, um, I tried it and he was okay with it for like a couple weeks. And I only smoked like one little hitter at night before bed when the kids were asleep. And so it wasn't around them at all. And then he kind of just flipped the switch and decided he wasn't okay with it. Um, and so I reluctantly agreed to stop because, you know, it's not really worth him being upset about, you know. Um, and then I quit for like a couple months and then I started up again and he found out. And this so you hit it, kind you, of. You hit it for him, from him. Right. And that this kind of happened like two or three times. Well, three times. And, um, here why'd, recently, why'd you hide it from him? Um, because he, like when he first told me to stop, I tried to talk to him and say, can we compromise? Like maybe it's only once a week instead of every night, you know? And he was just like, no, he just did, shut me out. He wouldn't you let me ask him why he wanted you to stop or did he articulate why? Yeah. And his reasoning is very um very kind of different from mine he is very stereotypical and so he kind of thinks weed is for low lives no one can be successful if they use weed and does he drink alcohol you know just 
yeah he has like a beer every night usually every when night. he gets home from work yeah basically yeah and i know i'm painting him in a bad light and i'm really not trying to do that no, but I mean, it is the truth you know uh no i'm not you're not painting him in a bad light i, I think the this type of hypocrisy is common all over and in often in many relationships right it's uh mm-hmm. um and so did you point out um like I guess his hypocrisy and based off of the fact that like, I mean, it's just a matter of fact that his argument doesn't make sense. Like he's generalizing an entire group of people who have, you know, ever smoked marijuana and like letting anyone who drinks alcohol completely off the hook based off of whatever perception he has. Have you ever asked him if he is open to the possibility that his generalization is, you know, not totally accurate? Um, Yeah. And he is a very black and white person. So he's like this in all aspects of his life, not just this topic. And so it's very hard to, for him to see um, someone else's point of view. Um, No, it's not. And it's, I, this, okay. So this last time I started smoking again about two weeks ago when I wrote in and I have recently just told him about it and he kind of blew up at me and was just like, okay, we're done. Like you, you either have to, start doing therapy and he told you you have to do therapy yeah uh-huh <laughs> right wow. um well i i do uh, have I, like my inviting res- the pressure but... my response to him would be like i'm down for us to do therapy because this is a wee problem because i from my yeah. point of view uh you your response to this seems to be well wildly inappropriate judgmental hypocritical i agree one thing we agree on is we're completely not on the same page here and i agree that maybe we could use you know some therapy to get on the same page right but if if you Mm -hmm. think i should get therapy so that you know some therapist can tell me that you're right well you're on another planet you know first of all a a therapist wouldn't do that um you know so um yeah i mean it sucks i mean that i you know i'm not a therapist but i don't think weed's the problem here you know i mean his because no. it, it's like you said it sounds like the, you could probably give me a few other topics in which he seems to be pretty stubborn judgmental and um unwilling to have a conversation or a discussion about a topic i mean mm-hmm. That seems nuts to be in a relationship with someone you can't have a conversation with about, you know, anything, you know, uh, about, you know, just, you know, I guess politics, religion, uh, people's point of views. I mean, do you ever feel like you can talk to your husband? Um, no, not really. We, we have different point of views. Um, pretty much everything. Yeah. Like you were saying, but you know, I'm like a very laid back person. I kind of, don't like confrontation. So I just kind of go with it. And I think that's been the problem for so many years, but, um, yeah, I'm just kind of at the point now it's like, okay, well, weed helps me. I smoke it a little hitter once a night, you know, and the kids are in bed. I don't have a problem with it. I can stop. It's just, I don't really want to. And I, I can't even articulate that to him because he doesn't want to hear it. He literally just silenced me and like shuts me out. Well, that's a, that's a problem. Yeah. Right. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, smoking weed isn't worth getting a divorce over, you know. Well, I don't know but if this is a weed the- issue. 
right? Well, this for is, him, that's how he sees it. He's like, okay, well, this is a control. Stop, then I'm leading. This is a right. Yeah, I mean, he's just trying to control you and threaten you and and give you ultimatums. I'm like, how could you do that? And I mean, I, if if someone called in and said, my boyfriend who I've been dating for two months said this to me, I would be like, that's nuts. Let alone your husband. Like, and it doesn't give him more of a right to say that to you. It gives him, le- you know, gives him less of a reason because you're his wife, who you. Like, who is he to tell you exactly, you know, what to do and, and tell you, like, listen, it'd be one thing. I mean, it'd still be nuts, but it'd be one thing if, let's say, he was a recovering alcoholic and he was sober and he was mm-hmm. like, I just don't want this in the house and like, help me help myself type of thing. And, you know, even then it would like, you know, I don't, you know, I don't know how that all works, but I could at least try to empathize with that point of view of you know do you really need to bring any type of substance alcohol marijuana or anything in the house because you know do you you're living with a you know someone who's trying to stay sober but mm-hmm. this guy's drinking on a regular basis his yeah, he, he, he has his, his a- you know that's his vice of you know and that's fine too he wants a beer to unwind after work good for him you know um right just because historic you know like what he went to high school with a guy who was a, a pothead who was kind of lazy like okay like you know i've yeah i know a lot of people who have you know their drinking really gets in the way of their success um so yeah that, i mean that's nuts but i think that there's a bigger issue here it seems like uh, there's a lot of control issues with your husband and i don't think ultimatums are positive i mean i don't know I couldn't live a I couldn't live in a on a household or a world where I felt like I didn't have a husband or a wife. I had, you know, literally a parent, a, a parent or a master <laughs> or a warden or a, you know, like a mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, how that's yeah. insane. That's insane. Uh, yeah. In the short term, yeah, I wouldn't. I'd stop lying to him. I would stop hiding anything. Don't hide things that you're not doing wrong, because in right. a way, when you're hiding it, you're you're at, you're suggesting that it is wrong and you have nothing mm-hmm. to be sorry for. You have nothing to hide you have the right to do it. Now, granted, he's probably still going to be mad and it's going to be, but, uh, yeah, I, I think therapy would be great for you guys. I think that's, yeah. I, th- it, I, I think it really needs, I think there's a lot, a lot going on in this relationship and, and weed's just a catalyst. Yeah. So. Yeah, I agree. And we've tried therapy before. Um, it's just a few times and it didn't really get us anywhere. So I'm going to start it up again just for myself and see how that goes. But yeah, I don't want to hide it from him anymore, but yeah, uh, I'm sorry. It sucks. But it, I, in the short term, I would definitely stop lying, stop hiding, stop apologizing for things you're not doing wrong. I know you don't like confrontation, but don't, mm-hmm. don't back down by these in these situations because it only enables them and it only empowers them and it only only makes him feel more justified because it's like yeah. oh i don't want you to know and that's right. not why you're doing it I you're doing because you don't want to argue and you don't want to fight and you just don't want to deal with it but that's not how he's interpreting it right right all righty well thank you i appreciate your point of view yeah i'm sorry that better. sucks <laughs> yeah but uh, yeah you have nothing to feel guilty about i can tell you that much but yeah well yeah. i appreciate that all right take care You too. Thanks. Bye. Nothing makes me happier than cute, adorable characters. True statement coming from the guy wearing a... Especially when they're in a puzzle game. Brain games. Brain games are good for my brain. I like to play them online and offline with friends. 
And I can do that with Best Fiends. That's right. Best Fiends doesn't come with the song, but it does come with amazing brain games that are updated all the time. And they also have cute, lovable characters. So you're just like, oh, I feel good getting smarter. And how often can you do that? Not often, but you can with Best Fiends. I mean, it's wild. Literally thousands of levels to play and counting, plus tons of cute characters to collect. Amazing. So if you ever get tired of solving puzzles, which I doubt, uh, good news, <laughs> the fun never ends. Best Fiends. Best Fiends. Download Best Fiends today mm-hmm, on the Apple App Store or Google Play. That's friends with the LTR. Best Fiends. Over 100 million downloads. Huh, that's amazing. Jeepers, creepers, that's cool. Jeepers, creepers, that's cool. Oh, God. I got a brain. I got a game, and I got brain games. I got a game in my brain. Free to download, best fiends, match three, or casual mobile puzzle game. I can't put it down, because <laughs> I'm obsessed. Play terms are often fun and engaging. 100 million downloads. Everyone listening to this podcast uh, who has a headache, go to NHRills.com and uh, get our uh, center blend. And help yourself with a headache. You're probably tired of taking a ibuprofen and Advil. And uh, I swear it works. I had a headache at work. And then Nick brought me oils and they genuinely really helped. And I don't like taking ibuprofen on an empty stomach. Did you think they wouldn't help when I first gave them to you? Were you like, "Mm, I don't know. I mean, I didn't think they were going to hurt, but I didn't think they would help that much. And then I was actually very surprised that there was like a noticeable difference. So you can roll on these essential oils. The center blend is the one for headaches, a release for relaxation, rise to feel good and refreshed in the morning and uh, protect will support your immune system. So you can get our uh, bundle package or get individual roll-ons or you can diffuse them in your diffuser with our uh, pure essential oils. NHOils.com code Chrissy for 25% yes. off. NHOils.com. Yeah. How's it going? Good. My name's Kaylee and I'm 22. Hi, Kaylee. How can I help? Um, so I wrote in about, I was, when I wrote in, I was in an open relationship. Okay. With a guy that, well, previously I was divorced and I know that I'm a relationship type a girl. So I, I just was like, I want a relationship with someone, but don't want to commit fully. So I was like, an open relationship, why not? So this was you, this was kind of more your idea? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I like saw this guy previously in the past. We had a thing. It was kind of, it wasn't, there was no title, but we were exclusive. So I was like, we called things off, rekindled things. He's like, I want you in my life again. And I was like, well, I don't want commitment. So. I could still see you, but like, what if we keep it open? And he was like, okay, yeah, that's fine. Okay. I was like, all right, cool. And things go down the road and he's like, oh, I see a future. Well, not necessarily future, but he's like, I want, I want you to be the mother of my children. Okay. How how old's this guy? 26. Okay. So how long are you married for? When'd you get married? I mean, you're 22. You were I got married at 19. Okay. Um, didn't work out. Didn't work out where we're from. People get married young and we're in the military. So that didn't help. Okay. Um, anyways, got divorced like in June. Okay. No, July of 2020. And so just figuring things out. 
um yeah he's like I want children with you but he like doesn't have a job and he's like on the verge of homeless and I was like I don't want children with that yeah that's reasonable um anyways and then I started still going on dates with other people and I went on a date with this one guy and I was like oh yeah we're just friends like we got along great we understood each other's humor I was like we're just gonna be friends and I told him that and he's like okay that doesn't ever happen to me but whatever and then we hang out a few more times and all of a sudden like seeing him like interact with his son not I'm not I've never met his son but like just seeing him reacting to videos of his son and like talking about his son and I was like this is so cute no I don't want kids right now but like that's something I want in some my future like I mm-hmm. want someone who wants kids and is excited and loves their kids and then on Sunday we went out to dinner with his parents we met him the first time just as friends and Wait, is this, the, caught- is this the same guy you said we're just going to be friends and he said that doesn't happen to me or is this someone else? Yeah. Okay, this is the same guy. Yeah. And why did so you that- meet his parents? I don't so- know. Something to do? Just okay. something to do. Right. His parents were like, oh, you hang out with this girl a lot. Like, bring her. Okay. Like, okay. So then and then, we- And then almost homeless is still in the picture? Almost homeless is still in the picture. Okay. Right. And so then... I meet his parents and I saw his dad look at me, looking at him like I was in love with him. And that's when I realized I was in love with him. Because the way his dad was observing you? Yeah, his dad saw me look at his son and okay. he's like... So now you're in love. He, in his head, he's like, oh, this girl loves him. And I was like, oh my God, I love him. Okay. And he had feelings for me and I told him that. I was like, oh my God, I, I have feelings for you. Like I like what we have but i'm still not ready for commitment and then how do you define love or being in love compared to like being excited about someone like I mean, I, 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 that's a good question yeah um i've never felt like i could like being married i thought i loved him and i probably did love him but and I imagine this future with him, but I didn't see it clearly. But with this guy, I see a future clearly. I don't know if that's crazy or what, but like just new to me. Sure. I mean, what it uh, sounds like to me is that you're kind of still figuring it out. And yeah. by it, I mean like kind of what you want for yourself for the rest of your life. You know, I don't like, I don't know if you listen, how often you listen to this podcast, but we talk a lot about I, I try to remind my audience just how long forever is or just yeah. how long the rest of your life is. For right. Sure. And, um, you know, you have been divorced, so you recognize that, Hey, if it doesn't work out, I can get divorced. But I'm also assuming without knowing you too much that like, that's probably what you'd prefer not to, you mm-hmm. know, have multiples of divorces and, or have relationships that, that don't work out. So it sounds to me like you're just kind of figuring things out you know and i guess my advice to you is try not to be so quick to label things you know yeah Um, well and that's what i'm scared of is to label things yeah why do you feel like you have to i don't know 
I feel like there's a pressure to. Sure. But like, because it went from like, I'm just kind of talking to this guy and we're just friends to I, I love him. Where in reality, it sounds like more, more realistic. It sounds like I wasn't sure about this guy, but you know, now I'm, I'm intrigued by him. I'm excited about him. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm crushing on him. I'm, I'm lusting him. There could be all these things that, you know, are kind of gradual steps to love, you know? And again, like, I'm not here to tell people what love is or what it means to you. Like, yeah. I, when I said I loved you when I was 18, I really meant as the person I said it to just meant something different then. Right. And as we grow and get older and, and we experience different types of relationships, we will change our own definition for it. But yeah. and I, it's a lot like that. But at the same time, like he is literally everything I've wanted in someone. Like what? Like I was raised by a single dad and he always I know someone loves me by how my dad showed love. Like he would bring me things when I was feeling sad. And this guy always brings me things when I'm feeling sad or goes out out of his way, excuse me, out of his way to do things for me. And, and then seeing him with how he is with his son, I was like, oh my gosh, that's someone I want, someone to be with my kids. And just how he treats me, how he talks to me, how we have a great friendship involved with how we feel. Yeah. It's just so cool and new. I think that's, I mean, it's exciting to notice something in someone that we are drawn to, regardless of where it might come from for you. You know, it's like, you know, your dad loved you this way. You, you liked that about how you felt that. And, and it's, I'm assuming it's nice to have that in a partner. We all look for qualities in our partners that we've had in our parents. This is just one thing about him too. Yeah. You have a lot to get to know about this guy. I, I say this because it takes years to get to know people sometimes. It gets takes time for people to feel really comfortable uh, with with someone else. And then it's not until we feel really comfortable that we are our truest selves. And our truest self, self will show sides of us that are unbecoming. You know, we all have these flaws. Like, what's the things you don't like about them? And I don't mean like, you know, like what specific things bug you about them? Um, so part of me is not entirely all attracted to him. Okay. Well, that's not going to change, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about what are his <laughs> bad habits that just annoy you? You're just like, Oh God, really? You do that? Bad habits are kind of hard to say right now, but like, yeah, well, I kind of expected you to say that. My point is you don't really know someone until you kind of know things that annoy you about them. Correct. You know? So what I'm saying to you is en enjoy this guy. Enjoy the excitement. Enjoy the moment you're in. You know, be glad that you met a guy and be glad that, you know, even though you thought you were just going to be friends, be excited that you found someone who does this for you. But still be yeah. open-minded to the possibility you don't know him yet, that you still, that there's a discovery process here that's going to take time. You already got married once at 19. If you learn nothing from that is that like maybe not rush into, you know, yeah. decisions, right? So like you I I hope that you don't have a like an artificial deadline that you're giving for yourself like well I have to be married again by the time I'm 24 or anything or 25, you know. Who knows when you might get married again? Might be a mm -hmm. while, you know. So just take your time. 
Um, it sounds like you're just applying a lot of pressure on yourself to figure this out like tomorrow. And I'm just wondering what's going to change by you just enjoying the moment. You know, maybe I think it's totally fine to focus on this relationship, you know, cut off almost homeless or anyone else and, and be exclusive with this guy because, and we've talked about this in, you know, past week's episodes. Listen, if you end up being wrong, so what? It's yeah. a hell of a lot easier to get a divorce. You just be like, hey, I don't think we should date anymore. And he'll cry and he'll be bummed. But like, there's no lawyers involved. You know, there's no exchange of money. You know, there's no like, it's, it's, it's just a couple shitty days of tough conversations. But then you move on. Yeah. And that's the thing is like yesterday he was like, you should break up with Braxton like today. And I was like, I don't know how. <laughs> and so yeah. I ended up. You, oh, did, I just, you did end it <laughs> but i was like i was like yeah so i ended it last night and now he's texting me like almost homeless guy i broke up with yeah. is texting me saying like um like i was just saying those things like i don't like we should just continue what we have because it was fun i was like why are we wasting each other's time though? If like, yeah. listen, I, 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 I remember shit like one time, <laughs> like we sometimes are delusional when we're young and in love. I, yeah. I went one in my first relationship, you know, we had many breakups, but one time she broke up with me and I was like, and I was serious. I like, you know, we'd talk still and I was like, let's just start over. Let's go on mm -hmm. a first date. I was legit serious. I actually meant that. I thought like we can just pretend and there was nothing really bad about our relationship. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't like, you know, it was young love and we fought, but it wasn't like we, there wasn't nothing really specific to forget, but I was like, all right, you don't want to date me, but let's just try, let's just like a video game hit reset and just start over. And I was being serious. That's fucking delusional. You know what I'm saying? Like, but we, we get in our heads about like, so this guy's like, you know, let's just, let's just have fun. Let's just, let's just pretend there's no feelings. Let's just pretend that we didn't used to date. And that's just nutty. And like, he's just saying that cause he likes you and he's just kind of scrambling for reasons. But I, I think you need to kind of hold yourself accountable and again, not let your past uh, relationship, your divorce kind of dictate, dictate your decisions. You're like, why do you need to be in an open relationship right now? I mean, I'm not an open relationship expert, but I just feel like that might be something for people who are married already or maybe been together for a while, you know, or maybe, you know, it's like to you, it's not necessarily even a lifestyle choice of yours or like that's your, it's more for you, your choice to be in an open relationship is serving an immediate need. And that immediate need is to have comfort about having someone regular in your life, someone you can go to like flea markets with or like know like you can Netflix and chill, but you also want the freedom to keep looking around. Like this is called dating. So just date, yeah. you know? So like you can have fuck buddies and, and friends with benefits, right? You, you know, I, I wouldn't put a label on it. Like I have, we're, I'm in an open relationship now. You're just dating, you know? But when you do like someone, when you go to a dinner with someone's parents and you think to yourself, oh my God, like I'm feeling this feeling and it almost even feels like love. But like, I know that's nuts because I barely know anything about them, but I do want to continue to get to know them. Then, 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 you know, Hey, I'm going to focus on this and then I'm going to cut these other things off. Right. And then I'm going to see if this is really worth my time and then maybe it will be, and maybe it won't. But in the meantime, I'm going to give it 
every opportunity for it to succeed. So I have to have tough and awkward conversations with my friends with benefits or guys I've been dating or, or, you know, and, and then you prioritize that and then just don't label things. Don't, you know, um, yeah. Cause it doesn't sound like you're really in an open relationship. You're just dating. Yeah. I hear that a lot. People are like, you're not the open relationship kind of person. I'm like, stop. Yeah. But listen, you're exploring, you're getting to know yourself. You are still young despite having been married and divorced. Like, fuck man. Like, uh, it takes a lot of people a long time to really know what they want for themselves. And until they know what they want for themselves, how can they possibly find the perfect person for the rest of their life for the, for them? And, uh, so just give yourself some space and some time and a long leash to figure it out. Um, yeah. you know, right. enjoy, enjoy the moment in your life that you're in. So, yeah, I think that's all you should do. I think you're doing quite honestly, other than labeling things, you're, I think you're doing things the right way. You've, Tried to end it with this other guy. I would, I would be tough, even if you make him cry and don't listen to his like delusional, you know, ideas. I'm like, it's cool. I don't care if you're in love with someone else. Remember, we're an open relate. Like, yeah, he's gonna say that shit because he likes you, and that's okay. But you have to, you have to be the responsible one and and say no. Yeah. All right. Thank you. All right. Well, best of luck. All right. Bye bye. How's it going? Hi, my name is Ashley. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. How old are you? I'm 24. Uh, how can I help? All right. So I have been a big fan of the podcast for about a year now. I'm really trying to apply what I've learned. So, But I'm struggling with this one. So here is some background on the situation. Um, so back in Halloween, I went to a friend's gathering. And I hit it off with this really cute guy. But I didn't think he was into me. Well, we ended up making out on the porch. Um, so that was obviously like a wrong read on my part. Um, we intended to switch numbers, but I left too quickly. And then I chickened out and did not add him on Insta um, and just kind of moved on. Flash forward to January and I went out with that same friend group and Halloween Homeboy was there. Um, and we hit it off, we were flirty. He kept saying like, man, you really disappeared there. Um, so, you know, I was getting reading that signal that he was interested. Um, and we ended up exchanging Instagrams and he was like, Oh, just so you don't disappear again. So but, a but couple days numbers? later, not numbers. I was a little disappointed by that, but, um, a couple days later, like I shot my shot and he invited me to a party. So I was like, okay, well then maybe like at his place, like we're there and he'll ask for my number, but definitely didn't love that we didn't exchange numbers. Um, but my friend Gabby and I ended up going to his party and we had a blast. When we arrived, like, you know, he was kind of floating around me, but he was also entertaining. So it was, I mean, it was a good time, but I didn't really pick up on anything extra. How old is, um, and then how old is he? Do you know? He, uh, my, uh, the guy is 25, so he's about a year older than me. And this is like a post-college, this is not like a college party. This is like just at his apartment or something. Yeah, it's at his apartment. So it was actually 70s themed. Um, so it was like a fun time. And this and party was just like a random party. Like it's just like, hey, I'm throwing a 70s themed party. Yeah. So yeah. Um, my friend in this friend group. And so they yeah. were all like getting together. What did she say about this guy? So when he, I mean, she also agreed that he's very good looking um, and that he has like good personality and he's not just like a pretty face. Like he has good conversation um, and that, you know, there's more up there than just what's, his, like. what's his dating history. Did she know that? 
Not really. Um, so I don't know if she knows him that well. And I haven't really talked to him in that regard. But so actually, like during the get together party, there was like this influx of girls that came in and they mm-hmm. were kind of younger, like 20, 22. Okay. Um, and he like started paying full attention to them all night. So I kind of like got the vibe like, oh, he's this guy's just like a player. But I had never really gotten that vibe before besides him just being like really hot. Um, but later in the night, I was like pretty drunk and I decided to see what would happen if it, we just like ended up alone. Um, so we kind of like there was like a moment, but we got interrupted. And so I felt kind of rejected, but I was like, no, that's just my ego. Like I told you, I'm on the but no, really, like I w- was upset. But then I was like, no, we didn't. He didn't reject me. It just was like a moment that passed. And then um, I ended up like we exchanged numbers. I left, and then you did exchange kind numbers. Of then we did exchange who numbers. Who asked for whose yes. number? I asked for his number, okay. or no, I like gave him my number. Okay, but then, he didn't ask for your number. No, but once I gave him my number, like he immediately texted. Sure. Um, yeah, and then like that's kind of how I am. Like my personality is kind of a planner, like take charge. Like I don't mind, mm-hmm. but I also know there's a balance in that. Like when I'm being flirty or when I'm sure. like trying to talk with guys, where I need to find that balance. Um, and then once we like exchange numbers, the ice storm in Texas happened, so we weren't really like in a flirty mood because we we're trying to survive. So I think the extent of our text were like, "Hey, are you alive? Like, do you have utilities? You know." Um, that, so that was about it, and that's like kind of where it ended up. So I just, I would love to hear what you think about it. Like, is it worth pursuing? Should I just be more forward or let it be? Or you know, is he just not that into me? Like, I'm not, I'm not sure. I mean, my gut tells me he's just a, a young guy who's, um, not, he's not a player as much as he is. Like, he threw a party. That's fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. But there's a certain person at that age who's kind of like, I want to throw a 70s theme party, right? Because right. they're kind of movers and shakers and they're out there hosting and they're, <laughs> you know, that that's not a, that 25 year old guy's not settling down anytime soon. I don't think, you know, if I were if I'm just if I'm trying to make mm-hmm. these gut reactions based off the information you provide providing me, I'm saying this person you're describing, good looking, charismatic, knows how to talk, likes to throw parties and entertain people is not someone who's looking to settle down anytime soon. I don't doubt he likes you or thinks you're cool. Um, but he, I, he doesn't strike me as a guy looking for a girlfriend. Right. Honestly, that's what I expected you to tell me. And so that's like, you know, I wanted to write in to see if that, yeah. if there'd be something different, but yeah, I kind of got that feeling too, but sometimes like I just, I can read the situation wrong, so I don't necessarily always trust my gut. But I mean, it's there's good to hear nothing wrong. Opinion. There's nothing wrong with like still shooting your shot, right? I mean, I don't know okay. if you listen to last week's episode, right? You can the girl who was like hanging out with that one guy. I mean, the same playbook applies. You put out what you want. You make it very clear. You don't like suggest we. You're just like, hey, you want to go? On, like, you haven't been on a date with this guy yet, right? No. You know, so like you, I mean, he, he should be asking you on a date, but like, listen, you could, right. So you Mm -hmm. could put yourself out there and see if he responds, but listen, it's not a great sign that he hasn't yet, which means, you know, best case you're part of, uh, as uh, guys would sometimes describe his roster, you know, you're in the lineup, 
true. You know, a lot of guys really that age point. have a, they like to ask their guy buddies like, so like, how's the roster? You know, <laughs> and it's like kind of yeah. girls you're actively talking to, not necessarily sleeping with, you know, hooking up with, but like, how's it going? And and those guys, I, I would be shocked if that guy hasn't referred to women he's talking to as part of his roster. Uh, I have a feeling you're probably correct. And so uh, kind yeah. of or looking beyond this, so just general, like I, I had a feeling that this was kind of where that was going, but I find myself like in this situation quite a lot where I'll be like in a flirtationship with a guy, it goes nowhere real, and then I'll end up like in a dry period or, you know, something like that. But so do you have like advice for how to avoid that or how to work on that? Not really. I mean, you're only 24, right? So it's not like, you know, we got to start taking things real serious because, you know, someone needs to settle down sometime soon. That's true. I'm generalizing, but like particularly hot guys who are good at talking to women don't settle down in their early to mid 20s. So if you keep making out with particularly attractive men who are charmers, you're going to notice that you find yourself constantly getting these, as you call situations. And they're, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that. Go make out with your hot guys. Right. But like, <laughs> and then maybe you'll find, like I said, it just takes one and you're only looking for one. So, mm -hmm. you know, it, and it's not, it's not a you thing. Right. It doesn't matter who she is. He's just like, ah, nah, I'm just not in that mindset. But if mm -hmm. you might, you know, you might get lucky, I guess. I mean, it's not lucky. Like you certainly, you know, I don't want to, maybe lucky is the wrong word that somehow like you're the lucky one. I mean, like I would be lucky to date you, let's be honest. Right. But right now, mm -hmm. if you're going to be shopping at a store where these guys have a certain mindset, you're going to get the same reaction. But like you're at a point in your life where you also deserve to have fun and, um, maybe, maybe, you know, and that's why that's like, that's sometimes why you find, uh, women your age dating sometimes older guys because they get that that really particularly good looking guy who's little who's over it who's not like he doesn't want to mm -hmm. throw parties anymore and and have a bunch of people in and he's not worried about his roster you know he's actually like you know what I had some fun and I'd like to meet a nice person and and have some consistency and, and date and see where it goes you know but yeah so maybe that maybe age up a little bit you know okay. But also keep doing what you're doing if you're fine with it. You know? Okay. Yeah. And that, and that's, I mean, it's, it's reassuring to hear and kind of, again, you know, it's like I'm only 24 and, I, but also like the type of guys I'm going after, I'm, I'm getting the same results. So that's, that's a really good point there too. Um, yeah. There's exceptions yeah, every I, rule and I'm definitely generalizing, but yeah, you know, there's a, yeah, it's a, a safe bet that there's a good chance. And, and again, and you might find a particularly good-looking guy who's just more introverted <laughs> and and just kind of he was a, who's definitely a relationship guy. There's plenty of those, but this is this is the guy who's throwing parties and theme parties. Like that guy's not settling down anytime soon. Now that yeah, that's a very good point. And then what about the point kind of like where I find myself? I don't mind taking charge and making plans, but like how how do I find that balance? where, you know, that if he would, he, or if he wanted to, he would like that thing kind of thing. Well, like, like you said, a lot of that is an ego thing. So if you're like, if it doesn't bother me, like there are some women who are just like, listen, I, I don't like 
taking that first move. I don't want to ask out a guy that not the first time. I mean, like, listen, I'll take charge, but I like to feel that like sense of being pursued, right? If it's not as important to mm-hmm. you, then ask them out again. And then become okay. an ego thing because like every time you put yourself out there, you, there's a chance you get rejected, rejected. And that could, you know, it, it affects anyone. Right. So you just right. have to decide for yourself, like what level, how much you're willing to risk in the moment. It's not a big risk, but like, if it doesn't bother you, mm-hmm. go for it. Like who gives a okay, shit? Okay, cool. You yeah. Know? Like, it really doesn't bother me, but I feel like we just have these expectations like, oh, like that, don't do that. You know, like I just start second guessing myself and based on like what my friends tell me, I'm like, oh, I don't really mind. But even if he says yes to a debt, just be careful that you're, you're kind of, you know, like I don't think he's a player and he certainly has a chance to be a fuck boy. Right. Because that's definitely, that's the priorities he wants. And then like, you know, you, you, if you, you go on a date and he, he might really like you and, and, and you might be exactly the type of woman he plans on marrying in seven years, but you know, that's, and so like, that's where we get ourselves in situations and that wouldn't be your, like, that's where a lot of people in that position will make the mistake because they don't have either the moral compass or integrity or the maturity to not have their cake and eat it too. Right. Where then they keep, you know, they're like, well, let's work. It's she's cool. And I want to hang out with her. And like, yeah, I'm not ready for a relationship, but we can still have sex. And like, and then that's where you get in these situations that get complicated. And then you start developing feelings because he's acting like your boyfriend, but not doesn't want to be your boy, you know, shit like that. So go on the date, but be careful that you are, you know, kind of trying to trap a fuck boy right now and, and not necessarily someone who's looking for a relationship. That's exactly, I feel like that's, that's what it is. It's like, I'm trying to trap a fuck boy, but I, I don't know. I like that's def- I don't know if that's what I want or if that's a good idea, but at least be aware of it. That's a really good point. Yeah. Go, go on a date and see where it goes. It's just good to know like what you're, the situation you're getting yourself into and let him prove to you that he's not, but that's true. You know. Yeah. It's, my downfall is he looks like Harry Styles, so you know. Well, I mean, hey, go make out with that guy, you know. <laughs> yes, that's why I was like, okay, let's go, let's do this. But, but no, that this is all like very helpful and just yeah, honestly, it like reassures me that I, I what I'm doing is okay and that it's not like weird or I'm not this crazy person for not caring about texting him first or doing pursuing oh. this. Like it just makes me feel better that. Great. That's okay. Yeah, the only thing you don't want to be is delusional and you're not. Right. Right. So you seem aware of what the situations you're getting yourself into. And I think that's great. Cool. Well, get, I appreciate get, it. Get your own roster girl, you know? Yes, I know. That's what I'm finally living on my own. Like, let's go. Let's have yeah. some fun. You can talk Texas to three or four guys at the same time, you know, be like, I don't know. Harry got Harry Styles lookalike over here and we got <laughs> this guy over here and, you know, keep it casual. I like it. That's yeah. I appreciate that. All right. And that's a, it's a good idea. Well, thank you, Nick. I appreciate it. Good luck. Best of luck. You'll be great. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. What a great episode. Wow. We crushed it guys. (laughs) Great job team. Feel really good about that. Go us. Uh, well again, seriously, hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to send your questions at ask Nick at castme.com cast with a K. Do not forget to, uh, tune back into the Vile Files for uh, breaking down uh, the finale and the AFR with Zuri Hall and our interview with Bree, wonderful Bree, a fan favorite Bree to talk about her experience on the show, where she is now. Is she working? Did she get her job back? Does she have a new job? So many questions to ask Bree. We can't wait to have her. Uh, so be sure to check that out. Bye. Bye.